आई वी एम Hello everyone, welcome to Tech Careers in the New, the new podcast series presented by Accenture. I'm your host Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay. In this podcast series, we'll get you the latest and greatest in the world of technology that's shaping the future of business as we know it. We're talking intelligent platforms, cloud, AI, blockchain, extended reality and a whole lot more. Every fortnight on Wednesdays, we'll have for you a hot topic with expert speakers from Accenture. talking about top trends in the space how these are changing the world and creating growth across industries and more importantly we'll tell you how you can learn more build your skills and expertise to grow and stay relevant in your career so on this episode we're talking about the cloud now the cloud is a very massive topic in today's world i mean everyone talks about what the cloud is but what is it really it's really a global network of servers each doing something unique uh it's not a physical entity it's instead basically a lot of servers globally become a platform and operate as a single ecosystem so cloud basically enables people with an internet connection to access it resources on demand from anywhere in the world basically run operations or run applications which run on this globally available infrastructure so companies embrace the cloud to do a lot to unleash innovation intelligence business value We've seen that almost two thirds of companies still today have not achieved the benefits they expected, though, out of cloud initiatives, and that's because there's a lot to really still understand. There's a lot of challenges in businesses, and there's a lot of different things that industries demand from the cloud today, which are yet to be realized. So, to explain all this and more, we have with us experts from Accenture. With me today is Kishore Durg, Senior Managing Director, Cloud Lead. Technology Growth and Strategy Lead, and Ayush Mittal, Managing Director, Intelligent Cloud and Infrastructure at Accenture. All right, welcome to the show, Ayush Kishore. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? Doing great, thank you. Great. Uh, if for our audience, uh, could you give us a little bit of background of uh, you know your individual personal stories of how you got into the cloud domain today and of course uh, then we want to l- talk a bit more about what exactly it is and what exactly it means today so yeah so um kishore dur guy lead accenture's cloud business i've been an enterprise architect in my early part of my career and um i've been in multiple uh, clients that i used to visit to set up their high availability clusters and others and uh, as i look at the past and look at the current uh, day you know cloud is everywhere Yeah. whether it is your mobile application sending data to somebody or hospital scanning system sending data to the cloud uh, or your bikes when you're driving the bikes it will send data where you are what you're doing so the proliferation of cloud in our day to day life is phenomenal alexa is listening to you every day your phone is listening to you every day your phone is listening to you every day <laughs> <laughs> that's true so that's what that's what i do i i i look at accenture and see how i can help our clients change their business i have by having cloud as one of the key enablers nice what about you ayush yeah so uh, i'm responsible for um, uh, leading our intelligent cloud and infrastructure services uh, in india 
have been associated with this uh, for nearly around 26 years uh, uh, long back you know started playing with server storage uh, Uh, all the you know uh, so called uh, what co- what configures a, and creates a cloud today that we call it in the new term so i think uh, it's a pretty interesting and exciting uh, space to be in uh, i think the speed of innovation is uh, mind boggling you can just see you know everything uh, Uh, that we experience and uh, in terms of buying patterns is today driven with a lot of uh, stuff happening at the back end driven with uh, cloud capability so i think uh, it's exciting world for all of us going forward no absolutely in fact uh, just to dig a little deeper on you know how the history of this domain uh, and how from a technology standpoint how it came to be and how it came to be a specialization or a, a you know a focus area uh, could you tell us about how we have evolved maybe in the past uh, you know the last 20 25 years 30 years however long it's been that this has become a discipline uh, which people focus on yes i'll just give you a background i think uh, uh, the way the uh, the entire cloud journey has evolved it's been like many years back i think the applications uh, had the hunger for more and more uh, compute capacity and uh, long back you know we started with grid computing and that brought in the new concept where you can run a task or a transaction across uh, you know multiple i would say uh, servers uh, connected onto a network then you know the uh, entire concept changed and all of us uh, have been you know probably the users of it uh, where you know the likes of uh, google and uh, yahoo and others came back uh, with you know mail as a service right so uh, you can buy you know uh, so many accounts so you need not to have your own messaging servers software licenses pay per use and i think that's where the early adoption started with uh, software as a service coming in as a concept and uh, now when you look at it today i think uh, the way industry has been asking to consume technology has been more uh, on a on demand as a service Uh, model uh, because uh, you know no business continues to do well all throughout the you know 10 15 years of its cycle and uh, you know there's a lot that's uh, being expected from an innovation standpoint so i think uh, uh, cloud has really brought in uh, the true uh, i think as a service consumption based model mm-hmm. because you know your infrastructure as a service uh, including software as a service and platform as a service it's it's truly enabled the the ask of the industry at large to consume it on an on demand as a service uh, model so that's the evolution of cloud uh, and i think it's been an exciting journey for all of us who have been associated with it yeah that's true in I fact mean, uh, yeah if you really look at it right uh, you know between 70s 80s 90s the technology innovations that came in uh, between 2000 and 2010 and plus have actually exponentially accelerated what a consumer can do and what their the, the amount of technology they touch and the innovation that happened there has phenomenally yeah. accelerated the smartphone proliferation everything internet for, and everything internet. yeah uh, so the innovations that have accelerated have essentially touched every human being every business so as businesses got into the digital revolution they really wanted to be on top of this for you to be digitally enabled then you need to have cloud uh, capabilities, you know, capabilities. Yeah. then you are sitting on like 40 50 data centers yeah what do you do with them then you have the security issues happening a lot of people getting into your system uh that essentially triggered the ability that you know we need to do something about this and that's where i think some of the core uh, capabilities uh, were actually moved to the cloud and that would be the acceleration of you know we could do a lot uh, in the cloud so the businesses started you know there are businesses built on the cloud stand alone yeah. and there recently i was in japan they've actually built a banking a platform in the cloud yeah so you know it's not like you know one small application sending some data 
you're running businesses in the cloud now. Yeah. So essentially, your business uh, without the cloud is hampered compared to competition. Yeah. So that that I think that acceleration that's happening and it's continue, going to continue to accelerate. In fact, that early example you gave was actually interesting because mail, email, or was uh, probably the first use of the internet for a lot of lot of people in, uh, today, and uh, and now it's uh, ubiquitous, right? People today assume the cloud is around us. All applications are connected. There's nothing local anymore, uh, especially consumer side. Everything, like you said, is cloud enabled, but. More and more, uh, and and businesses have also come around to it. Like you said, you have to be competitive and you have to use the cloud in some form if you want to be a competitive business today. But what would you say is the you know current state of the art? What is the current uh, edge of this technology that we are on? So the, I'll give you a couple of examples, right? Um, you have a lot of these oil pipelines that are out there going through territories that humans don't necessarily live. So you need to have capability to send a drone there to check if the pipelines are fine. Mm. And the ability to track where they are. Now, how do you send that data? You're not going to have a server everywhere. Mm. How do you send the data? How do you track it? You have hospitals today which are running all these CAT scans and others. They are sending their data to the cloud. And then you're processing it and understanding what is failing. You have the ability to track. I mean, a lot of the remote operations that happen around the world are happening with data being sent to the cloud, actioning it based on that. So that will phenomenally accelerate in the future. Now you have intelligence systems, you know, intelligence agencies having their data in the cloud. So the ability to do analytics and the proliferation of data will essentially drive the new businesses and that will continue to accelerate. So we are looking at a lot of the platforms which do uh, any of the compliances, for example, the GDPR elements of it, uh, HIPAA, all of it, Mm -hmm. which run the businesses will all be driven in the cloud. So the element of what you as a business can do, uh, we will have to look at, you know, platforms that actually run in a single specific uh, megascaler provider or it would be a bunch of multiple cloud providers that will help you solve your business. Wow. That That is the future. And edge computing, as they say, right, that essentially what sits in, 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 in your local uh, network of data that is out there, even they are sending a lot of it, like pressure, weather, sensors that are out there. Yeah. I mean, even human beings are going to start wearing a lot of, uh, you know, devices yeah. on their thing. Yeah. All of those will be in the cloud. And, you know, in the future, you could probably predict some, somebody is going to have an issue. You can know where that person is, send a person to kind of help him survive. Yeah. So that, I think, is the future of uh, what's going to be. And Accenture is all about changing the world. Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, just to add to that, uh, we assume that most of these things are cloud connected today, right? Uh, is there anything which still is not? I mean, I, I would actually ask you that. Like, where has the cloud yet to maybe penetrate? Like, what is the, where, where is this going? If you could tell us a little bit about where it's going. So I'll tell you, you know, I think uh, it is very difficult to say that uh, uh, your data, your information, and uh, you are not connected to the world. Right. And I think uh, the way you see it today, uh, I would say that yeah, there are certain places where organizations have still uh, made decisions to not, uh, you know, get connected to the cloud, keep a lot of information and data with themselves uh, for the for the right reasons. But uh, my take is uh, today when you look at uh, from a business standpoint, right, uh, companies across industries, whether it's got to do with 
hospitality as an industry, you know, uh, airlines, uh, I would say hospitals in uh, in the space of, you know, all healthcare, manufacturing, retail, uh, they're all connected. Because the reason is that, you know, the your consumers are today many inside. And they, they, the key thing is that, you know, the buying patterns are no longer uh, the same as it used to be in the past. You know, they are not really buying... Uh, Products as products, you know, uh, just to say if you are going and buying a bike, right, people are not buying a bike, they're buying a experience, right? And if you look at uh, even basic stuff, you know, uh, some of the brands do say that, you know, it's not buying a shoe, right? It's like about buying an experience. So I think when it gets to really uh, doing a complete, you know, connect with the consumers in a very different way as compared to what it was in the past, I would say, you know, almost everybody is connected. And, uh, you know, I think you need to know what people are thinking. You need to have those inputs into your, you know, manufacturing process, your design process, your marketing process. And uh, with that being the case, uh, you know, you cannot uh, stay away from being connected. And I think cloud provides that uh, unique capability because, uh, you know, cloud uh, is... uh, loosely coupled, right? And it gives you a flexibility to connect using APIs. Uh, though I'm getting a little technical no, here, but sure. you know that's that's the power of cloud. You know, it just gives you the capability to uh, connect uh, uh, the way you want to, uh, even with your you know legacy systems. And I think that's where the adoption is increasing, uh, based upon you know the buying patterns, the way the organizations need to transform uh, uh, their you know uh, manufacturing and sales process, and even how they you know touch with their consumers and the uh, you know community at large. Just to actually get a little more technical, and again, this is uh, for uh, you know our audience and our listeners here, because what we're trying to also understand is what does this actually mean? I mean, cloud today has become such a ubiquitous word that you know it's used everywhere. Like you said, uh, every con- we always talk about it. We assume that it's around and we are all connected. But from a career standpoint, right? What is it? Yeah, where how does uh, one get into uh, this field? Because I know one uh, line uh, which is commonly joked about is the cloud is nothing but someone else's computer. (laughs) I'll I'll give you three chapters to the story. I'll tell you the story. Stories. So as a business, you know, take me as a business, I really wanted to have a report that I need to generate. So I ended up buying a server. I installed the software. I appointed a person to actually manage it. Then I, my data grew. Then I had to have a data expert. I have a database person look at it. All I wanted to do was actually run one report, end of the month, how much did it actually come into my firm and how much went. So my business need was that. But I'm just a small thing. But if a large business, they will end up building mega data centers, 20 data centers around the world. So that is chapter one. So the excitement at that time, uh, if you're an infrastructure expert, is oh, we're going to have Amazon, Azure, Google come in and they will take away your, this thing, mm. but they will actually host your data in the cloud. And all you want to do is run the report and that is essentially serverless concept. You run your report, get the data, that's all you need. And yeah. we will take care of everything. Yeah. So from a business perspective, I was excited. Oh, I don't need to worry about the hardware. I don't need to worry about the security breach. I don't need to worry about all Where the Where my patches. data is hosted. I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about all the OS patches I need to take care. Yeah. And I can sleep well. You, are all, you guys are going to take care of it. And I just have to just pay you for the report that I need to run. Yeah. That's it. So the second chapter was, well, well, I have enterprise systems. Now I have my SAP data, Oracle, a lot of these enterprise platforms, and I have my supply chain elements of it, finance is running on it, and my sales force is, is on it. So the SaaS story started there in terms of, oh, I can get you your supply, uh, the sales force enablement through this. You don't have to worry about anything. We'll take care of it. Now, what do I do with my SAP system that is out there? Mm-hmm. S4HANA came in with yeah. analytics, 
So then the enterprises said, oh, we need to take that to the cloud. The thing is, there's a lot of data sitting in, 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 in the systems. People are estimating $27 billion of it will be spent to take the data from what I have to going and putting it in the cloud wow. for the next three years. There's a huge opportunity. Yeah. So then the question became, okay, enterprises are moving into the cloud. So there is an opportunity for a lot of people to figure out, you know, whether which part of your process you will retain internally, which process you're going to expose to the outside world, which is the consumer yeah. and your employees. Will you want to put your employee data so there's a lot of discussion about so the expertise you need to bring in is hybrid expertise. Mm. What is it functions that will reside within? And hybrid architecture is a huge complex thing. And if you are an expert in that, you will probably get a lot of money right now. Wow. So yeah. the next thing is then the the next elevation of the chapter I would say is some people started building their entire business in the cloud. Mm. A lot of the aggregators that are out there, businesses that are run as aggregators, a lot of their data sits in the cloud. They built their entire business in the cloud. And they started innovating in the cloud. Now, the challenge for a small business like me, let's say I'm running a small business, how do I get all the innovations that are happening that are being crowdsourced and thought through by different enterprises that I can leverage today? Mm -hmm. The only way is to kind of leverage some of the public clouds that are out there, and then I can probably get the same innovations that I would love to have. Yeah. That is the evolutionary story of, you know, where the different chapters. I think the, the third chapter is still being written. Mm -hmm. We're getting into innovations and, and, and I think the future chapters will continue to come. But I think from the excitement, from an infrastructure perspective is, oh, I'm going to take you to the cloud to actually, oh, I can run your business in the cloud. That's right. a huge transition. Right. In fact, you mentioned SaaS earlier, software as a service, uh, which is essentially delivery via a cloud platform. I think that's also something which has changed the way in which you, you know, uh, consume uh, online services and uh, cloud services. So what would you say is, uh, you know, coming back to the, uh, you mentioned that uh, someone who's an architect today is, you know, a valuable person today. So what are the sort of key skills or the key, exp uh, you, you know, individual uh, uh, disciplines that one has to uh, look at with, if I want to enter into the cloud career path? Yes, I'll give you with a couple of examples uh, uh, without straight jumping onto, you know, the skills part of it. And I'll correlate between, you know, what clients are looking at and then what are the skills that are needed. So if you look from a cloud, uh, you know, capability standpoint, I think uh, what it enables is uh, uh, speed, uh, scalability and innovation. And I think uh, uh, I'll give you an example like uh, uh, for one of our clients, uh, uh, there was a business event that was supposed to happen. And they wanted to uh, modernize their entire, you know, uh, sell to build process. And uh, they had to get it done on a specific date. Uh, now, you know, if you had to do it in the in the legacy environment, you know, spinning up a entire, you know, SAP environment, getting it live would be anywhere between 12 to 18 months. You have to order for yeah. the wow. yeah. uh, infrastructure, uh, configure the software, get the data, you know, get all of this running with all your, you know, uh, business, uh, I would say logic and everything. It's it's a hu huge amount of, you know, effort. But I think what we did for this customer was uh, we were able to get this completely up and running live from their legacy onto the cloud uh, with a full stack, you know, transformation in just, you know, 30 weeks. Wow. Now that's the speed. So what you need as a skill is people, right, uh, who can really do the assessment of the existing landscape uh, of, you know, clients, infrastructure and applications. They can, you know, do architecture. So they can design what's going to be the architecture from a legacy to a cloud architecture. Mm -hmm. Uh, they can help in terms of moving applications onto the cloud infrastructure. 
make sure that you know uh, it's all working and delivering the performance that the client is looking at so that's the end business outcome so you know yeah. you need people who are who can do assessment there are people who can be architects there are people who would be able to migration of applications and then operate and run it in the in the cloud i'll give you another example like um, when you look at uh, uh, one of our, another you know uh, clients it's a client in the uh, media space now there are a lot of sports events that do happen mm-hmm. and uh, the the number of uh, i would say you know subscribers for that particular event depends upon you know who has made it to the finals so if it's a football match you know which are the two uh, countries teams, or yeah, teams countries, are playing yeah. and uh, you can't predict you know and uh, you can't build a platform uh, that will give you an experience of watching that uh, live football event with you know Hundred thousand users or a million users, yeah. and uh, to run an experience right uh, for hundred thousand users and a million users needs a different amount of capacity. Yeah. So cloud gives you the scalability, the instant scalability, instant horizontal scalability. Yeah. So you know for that customer, like you know, whenever you know they see the number of users increasing, uh, logged in onto uh, you know the the match that's going on, uh, they keep on you know scaling up the environment. So you need again you know smart people who can make decisions. Use the automations in the cloud to be able to you know scale the environment for the end right user experience. So that's the that's the second point. The third is I'll give you another example. This is for a client in the uh, mining industry, and uh, you know just like we are talking about uh, you know driverless cars, uh, driverless trucks, they are talking about you know driverless trains. So you know they do mining at a remote location. The material has to be shipped to another site, and obviously you know uh, every industry they are. People are thinking about you know how you can have a concept where you can have a you know driverless uh, uh, car or a truck transport, or, a, yeah. or a transport, right? So now what happens is uh, this is about you know leveraging the innovation. Now uh, there's a lot of data that you need to collect because earlier there was a human sitting watching all the signals and yeah. making the decision you know at what speed the train needs to go, right. when to stop when you see the signal being red, right? Yeah. Now all of that has to be automated. So now cloud gives you the capability of uh, you know innovation. And I'll say you know capability in terms of you know uh, using analytics platform, uh, machine learning platforms, and then you know making decision from the data that you gather. So I think then again we need people who are able to right uh, uh, use all these ongoing innovations in the area of you know data, uh, data mining, uh, analytics, uh, you know AI, machine learning, and apply it for our customers to deliver business outcomes. Right. So you know these are the skills that are becoming you know extremely important, and uh, I think those are the stuff that you know we as Accenture are looking for, and our customers are looking for. I would say there are like three dimensions to this, right? One is people who can, you know, the conversation of cloud is not just a technology conversation. Yeah, it's a board level conversation. Yeah, it's a very conceptual conversation at the start, and, and then yeah. yeah. So you can have a CEO saying we need to be in the cloud. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not, it is just yeah. moving away from do we need to be so. The, the the thing is the it's flipping on its head. It's coming from the top. Yeah. So we need to have people who can advise our clients. Uh, you know, strategically, does it make sense? Which 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 of these mega scalers you want to align with? Uh, what is the value proposition in terms of a business case? You know, is it two hundred million dollars saving? Is it three hundred million dollars saving? Yeah. And which businesses you want to touch? Which areas you want to touch? How does you how do you actually lay it out? Then the second level conversation is in the industry domain. In you know, is it insurance platform that you want to bring in? Is it yeah. a mining platform you want to bring in? Utilities, every segment of a business, and then different businesses are transitioning uh, into the cloud in a very different way. Right. So there are some of these banks, telcos, they are far ahead, and there right. are some which are 
still yeah there. yeah so mm-hmm. the the ability and expertise is very different yeah. with these different things so for example i just heard in uh, in the nordics they want to set up a data the cloud for robotics they want mm-hmm. to have a robotics cloud wow that's okay. a different thing yeah okay. so the conversations are very different at different levels so your expertise is at that level you need to be an enterprise architect who can advise do you want to go with this uh, mega scaler because there is a lock in you will have a lock in element to it yeah. the question is which applications are interoperable between these different clouds that's something very valuable yeah, the multi cloud strategy multi cloud strategy very valuable for our clients yeah. and then you could say will this application that you just built will it work in the other cloud if you decide to switch to the other cloud provider yeah. right then the question becomes you know in all our houses we have so many devices i also really look at how what is the bill i'm actually paying for my number of telephone i have like four different yeah connections uh, connections there are multiple broadbands there are multiple utility companies that services at the end of the day as a business i want to know what am i paying yeah so you need to have an ability to look at your enterprise and what is the sticker cost yeah you'll have you know say 200 300000 people in your company or 100000 everybody spinning a compute into the cloud yeah the question is what is the amount and how do you essentially optimize it you could probably have asked for a server and you probably never looked at it and then yeah. you're continuing to pay yeah. for it yeah. so you need to have somebody who can analyze billing for example yeah. so that is that's that level of conversation and optimizing it there could be a lot of zombie shadow servers that you're leveraging yeah. and you never wanted it like i may have uh, provided for both netflix and i could probably go with amazon service yeah. and i may not know that i'm actually yeah. getting both i i was going to mention that there's a lot of the at the the cost of uh, ease of uh, you know access to compute and cloud services also brings about some excess and then uh, then it gets down to well if i'm coming out of college what do i need to do yeah. i would probably go get a certification from any of the mega scalers Uh, and probably want to be certified at the architect level and get all of this kind of accumulate certifications like if you like accumulate stocks mm-hmm. accumulate certifications mm-hmm. if i were a new grad i would accumulate that and build more credibility mm-hmm. then i would look at being the next graduation is i would look at being an advisor saying which are you want to go with this provider or that provider. you need to understand which application works in which domain you need to understand the features the capabilities and the nuances of what works you need to understand can you transfer 34 terabytes from this database which cloud would provide you that mm-hmm. so there's a lot of complexity there and you slowly graduate and ultimately you want to be the advisor to the business you want to be at the boardroom telling clients what you want to do right and that's actually where the you know the the heart of the matter is that like is. how your business can transform via cloud enabled technologies not just infrastructure uh, the cloud infra part but like uh, even the layered applications on the cloud various uh, domain specific applications on the cloud just to round that out i mean you mentioned you touched upon this uh, where do you recommend uh, you know what are the a few specific top things you recommend uh, you know our listeners and people who are trying to build a career into the cloud in the cloud to go after so i'll just give it in one sentence be a deep expert if you are an expert in something be a very deep expert and focus and make sure that you build credibility around that it's always good to be uh, a lot on the breadth side but cloud is everywhere so people will value deep expertise in the initial part of your career obviously they will value your breadth as you graduate to higher levels but if you're a person coming out of college uh, and and looking for where you want to uh, you know whether it is application domain data domain network domain security domain you need to be a deep expert in that for you to be 
valued by a lot of the service firms that are out there and obviously valued by Accenture. Right. Yeah, I think my perspective is uh, there's uh, obviously a community that's uh, coming into the industry. And I think as uh, Kishore rightly said for them, it's all about getting a certification from uh, one of the, you know, uh, hyperscalers, uh, whether it's got to do on you know, Microsoft, AWS, Google, Oracle and all. I think uh, there's a large community that does even, you know, work on the industry today across application and infrastructure. I think when I look at uh, uh, from their standpoint, it's more important, you know, how do they build skills in terms of helping their customers in uh, more and more cloud adoption. So it's got to do with you know, skills around transformation, skills around uh, architecture, migration. From an application standpoint, you know, uh, native cloud uh, app development, right? App modernization. I think, I think I would say, you know, those are the skills uh, that uh, the existing set of, you know, resources working in the industry uh, need to look at in terms of, you know, transforming uh, uh, their learning process and, uh, you know, helping probably from a cloud journey standpoint, their own personal journey as well as, you know, journey for their customers. Um, I would say other point is, you know, who, who who would be most valued? Full stack developers, cloud native full stack developers are going to be very valued yeah. because they will span through, as, as uh, Ayush was saying, agility is a very big thing. Yeah. The silos are breaking down. So if you're in the full stack uh, uh, developer in the cloud native environment, you're very valuable for, yeah. for our clients, you're valuable for Accenture. That's, thank you so much. I think that's, uh, you know, that summarizes exactly the kind of audience we're also trying to inspire uh, with uh, well, the future of uh, work in the cloud. Uh, and thank you both gentlemen. This was a really insightful conversation. And uh, we'll hope to hear from our listeners on how they can jump onto this uh, cloud journey themselves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kishore and Ayush. Uh, this was a really great conversation. Uh, and I love the fact that the real world examples and implementations of the case studies on cloud given by both of you, uh, which were really captivating. So we covered a lot today to everyone listening in, of course, starting with the history and the current state of the cloud, but also what the future holds, right? As cloud computing overall becomes ubiquitous, I think more and more people will definitely find that there's so much more to still do in this space. And I hope a lot of you listening today are inspired to take up a career in this space for your professional growth. To everyone else listening in, if you're excited about what we discussed here today, uh, and if you're interested in exploring careers with Accenture, check out open positions at careers.accenture.com. On the next episode, we talk about Microsoft. And until then, I'm your host, Shiladitya, on Tech Careers in the New, the podcast series presented by Accenture. Filter coffee is a fascinating beverage. You need to pick the right beans, blend them in the right proportion, roast them to perfection, and slow brew at the right temperature to get the perfect cup. Which is exactly like great conversations as well. You need to track down the most interesting minds, get them into their zone, and settle down for an unhurried, unscripted chat. And coffee for me is always, always, always best enjoyed with friends. I'm Karthik Nagarajan, and do share my table as I meet some of the most interesting people I know and sit them down for a strong cup of coffee and an even stronger conversation. Join me every Wednesday for a freshly brewed episode. This is not Frappe. This is the Filter Coffee Podcast.
Hey, this is Shridaditya. And I'm Amit Doshi. And we host Shunya One. It's a really fun podcast where we talk to some of the best entrepreneurs in the country. Yes, talking about everything from their startup challenges to what they're building and all the future of technology right here. So catch us on the IBM Podcast website app or wherever you listen to your podcast from.